Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there, welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today we're going to be doing eight five-minute intervals with one minute rest in between. They're all going to be done at 24 strokes per minute and your pace is going to be kind of between 2k plus 12 to 13. This puts your effort level between six and eight. You're likely to be starting at six then you'll push up to eight by the end. From a speech point of view, you should be able to speak but maybe not the entire time. So let's get into our four minute warm up. Starting off by setting up the drag factor on the machine. Then set the monitor height so that it's at eye height so you don't have to look up, you don't have to look down. And finally your foot straps so they cover the bottom lace in your shoe or if me, you're like me, you're in socks, then it just covers the, the kind of angle point of your toes so you can hinge forward properly at the front. Here we go then, so four minute warm up at run about 18 strokes a minute and I'll talk you through it, okay? In three, two, one, go. So just nice, gentle, easy start to this. Don't go too hard, just, this is a warm up, frankly, so if you wanna be warming up your body at this stage, you shouldn't be going full pelt. In fact, at no point in today's workout will you be going full pelt, so. This is just about priming your body so that when you start to actually ask it to perform, it will perform for you. So don't worry right now about pace. Kind of follow along with me stroke rate wise, if you wish. I mean, follow along with me in the main session for stroke rate. But right now in the warm up, just make sure that you're gently easing yourself into this. Consider your leg drive. Make sure that's where most of your power is coming from. Think about your body angle. Try to think about leaning forwards at the front and trying to hold that lean. I'll talk more about this during the intervals as we get through the main session. I think what I'll probably do today is pick an aspect, just talk about it a little bit, let you focus on it for the rest of the interval and then talk about my usual rubbish as well, don't worry. Right, so in 10 seconds, we're gonna take a foot out the foot straps. Now I realized that my four minutes is slightly longer than four minutes today, but here we go. So foot out the foot strap, and single leg, drive with the leg. Still keep a good stroke, but just drive with one leg only. Yeah, you'll notice at this four minute warm up, it started at like 4.05 because I made the mistake of just doing this from a blank screen so I had to boot up first and things. Okay, so one more stroke. Swap feet. 
one foot on the floor get that compression with the foot that's still strapped in don't ease up on the power you're putting through the leg that's in this is all about giving it a little extra zing especially with your body position one more stroke put both feet in then with your legs almost straight just use your back and your arms so swing with your back and pull in with your arms don't worry if you're not at the same pace you were before you are only using half your body after all and as far as a rowing stroke's concerned this is the less powerful side one more right then let's do the opposite straight arms and drive just with the legs don't have to go too far back especially if you find the power goes through your lower back this is more about that moment there the catch as you pick up the flywheel trying to get the timing right and also trying to teach yourself to drive with straight arms one more stroke there we go so like I said slightly longer like a 405 warm-up there but that's fine so keep on moving up and down the rail have a quick drink and I'll explain once again what today's session is Right then, so what we're gonna be doing today is eight five minute intervals with one minute rest. If you want to program your monitor to do the same as me, then make sure to set the intervals to undefined rather than one minute. That way we'll always be in sync. Now you're gonna be doing them at 24 strokes per minute and your pace is gonna be round about 2K plus 12 to 13. From an effort out of 10 point of view, this means you're likely to be starting around about 6 out of 10 and then you'll drift up to around about 8 out of 10 by the time you get to the end. This is a mid-tier tough session, so it's going to feel hard, but it's not going to absolutely kill you. From a speech point of view, you should be able to speak, but maybe not the whole time. So that's it, might as well just get straight into it. There's no point in me sitting here and talking to you. Um, I can talk to you during the sessions or during the intervals. So get yourself strapped in, have a last drink. And then we're gonna get going on our first interval in three, two, one, go. So remember, just follow me for stroke rate. Try and get up to your pace as quick as you can. Let's just get ourselves settled in before I start hammering you with any technique tips and stuff, just Make sure you're seeing on screen what you're supposed to be in terms of stroke rate and pace. So 2k plus 12 to 13 for your pace. And if you're just picking a pace judged purely by an effort level, then what you pick in this interval one is what I want you to pick the entire workout so you're not trying to keep it an effort level of six the whole time you're starting off around about six and then holding that pace throughout all eight intervals even as it starts to feel a little bit tougher 
which it will. When I did a test run of this, I did it at 2K plus 11, but I also did it in the blistering, which is not a word you often hear in Glasgow, but the blistering summer heat. And by the end of the eighth interval, crikey, I was glad it was over. Never quite got into the full-on top tier, but certainly snuck in, got his claws in there a little bit, but that's because I went a little bit too fast and did it in the heat. Okay, so we're closing in on halfway. So technique tip number one. So about your back. I want you to start at the front in a one o'clock forward lean. So here, lean in at the front, try and hold that lean through the through most of the leg drive. So hold and then only as the legs are about to finish do you swing your back back into a 11 o'clock position and then as quick as possible rocking through the hips rather than just a slump get back into that forward lean again more about the reasons why later but all I want you to do is think about forward lean back forward back forwards back forwards now you can see or hear by me saying it how much time you spend in a forward lean versus a back so here we go forwards back forwards back forwards back forwards back forwards a lot longer for a lot more time is spent in this forward lean position than the back. So, and that's mostly controlled through holding the lean through the drive and getting back into it as quick as possible. That's going to help your power, but also helps prevent injuries to your back. Again, I'll explain more later. Right, two more strokes. There we go. It's up to you what to do in, in the rest interval, rest period. I tend to just rock up and down like this and have a wee drink. But if once you've had a drink, 
you want to just do some light rowing, by all means do. What I try to guard against is doing anything that would steal energy from the main interval. You want to make sure that all your actual rowing goes into the interval. So if you have to slow down in the main one because you've been rowing too much in this one minute rest, it kind of defeats the purpose. Right, if you're on undefined rests, press your button to get ready for the next interval now because we're going in seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Now get your stroke rate and pace back to where it was as quick as possible. And once you're settled, just think about your back rocking from one o'clock to 11, to one, to 11, to one, to 11, to one. And I'll not go through the next technique tip for a couple of minutes just to give you a chance to just concentrate on swinging your back. So your first interval you've just been through shouldn't felt too much of a test to your body. Might be a little bit sweaty, a little bit out of puff, but shouldn't have felt at the end of it like, well shouldn't have felt like you even needed the one minute rest. But trust me, accumulatively, as we get through today's workout, it will get harder and you will start to long more and more for that rest. Remember this is just a mid-tier session, which means it doesn't take you into lying on the floor destruction, but at the same time, it's not a bottom tier session, so by its very definition, it's meant to be hard. This isn't meant to be a walk in the park like the bottom tiers, it's meant to be hard. So don't worry if it starts to feel that way, that's the design. Right, so let's get into technique point number two, which is your arms. Want them to be straight when you get to the front of the machine at the catch as you start your drive, but want to remain straight for as long as possible too only at the back, the finish of the stroke, it's only then that you bend your elbows and pull in the handle to finish the stroke. This not only gives you the full 
um, what do you call it, distance to pull the handle in at the finish. It also lets the power transfer from your legs through your body into your arms and into the handle. Whereas if you have a early bend like this, you're fighting against the leg press with your arms, soaking up lots of power. And also, going back to point one of it, if you start like this, you've got no distance at the back to finish the handle into your chest. And then the third reason to have straighter arms and not fight against the power is again just injury prevention. If you're constantly grabbing with your arms, you're going to end up hurting your forearms, your shoulders, your biceps. And it's an injury you don't need to get on a rowing machine. So straight arms. Okay, one more stroke. But it is interesting if you compare rowing with straight arms and doing that early pull. If you look at the time, your pace on the morning. even more so if you flick it to the force curve remember you want it to be ideally a sharp up quite a long hump and then a sharp down again that means you're putting like loads of power in and then it stops loads of power it doesn't really usually shelves off at the end but that initial first power if you do that grabby arm thing you can tend to see it rises up like a little mountain instead a little jaggy mountain instead of a nice hump Okay, press the interval, next interval ready button. So we're going in five, four, three, two, one. Go. So here's a bit late with the pressing the button for all you undefined rest people. Hopefully you were on the ball more than I was. Okay. So let's get stroke rate and pace locked in as soon as possible. And then once you're all locked in, just you think about driving out the front with straight arms. Just concentrate on how long you can keep your arms straight before you pull in. Pretty much for me, it's as my knees start to flatten down, that's when my backswing followed by the finish of the arms happens. Now, one thing I'd warn against especially as I mean this is the cause of my injury, is 
hyper extending at the front in the search for a little bit more length so probably won't show up as too obvious but my normal or trying to fix it stroke is like this okay my fake extra length stroke would do this now not only does that suddenly collapse my back just stop at that that hyperextended my shoulder putting all the force to it in a unhelpful way and it's what's caused all kinds of pains to my shoulder so don't do that please but then that's us just talking about coming from the drive to the finish okay so straight arms drive finish what about the recovery well first thing to say is that the speed you bring the handle into your chest at release it again so in out in out that helps you with the rhythm of the stroke but it also gets your hands nice and straight or arms nice and straight ready for the next stroke and going back to your back lean by getting your arms out in front of you you are starting the motion of your back going from 11 to 1 because the momentum of your arms carries your back forwards on a rock over the hips so then once your hands are over your knees and your body has rocked forwards all you have to do is bend your knees and you go sliding to the front of the machine again if you don't get your hands over your knees or you're back into that forward lean that's when you start to see people doing this kind of stuff which is fun <laughs> it's like being on a Disney ride but you don't go fast and guess what yep you're more prone to injure yourself as well because you're suddenly letting your lower back do all the work instead of momentum one more stroke there we go three down five to go it's going nice and quick isn't it have a drink like I say either rock up and down or 
you want to do some very light rowing just to keep everything moving then do so there we go so we've covered what to do with your back which is to go 1 11 1 11 1 arms go straight finish straight finish out okay so what's next right press you're continuing to next interval button if you're on undefined rests because we are going in six five four three two one interval four again try and get stroke rate pace dialed in as quick as possible the longer you get through this session the more natural it feels to get back up to pace however the longer we get through the session the tireder you get so tireder is that a word let's just say more tired eh? I don't know if I just skipped a stroke or not if I did I apologize seems to have been one second out <clears throat> if you think I did try and take in an extra stroke at one point just so that you can be sure you did 120 strokes per interval So like I say, we covered back and arms, so just think about them for the time being. You should be certainly feeling a lot sweatier. Your legs might have that slight buzz to them. It says that you've been working a little bit harder than just the bottom to your workout. Harder than just going for a nice walk. Just your quads should have just a little bit of a, not quite a burn, but you know they're being used. Okay, so the next tip is about the leg drive, which all starts with the shins and what angle you have them pointing at, at the front, at the catch. So ideally, you want them pointing straight up vertical shins here and then second ideal is that you get there without your heels coming too far off the foot plate and what that means is that as you start the leg drive by pushing through the heels 
not the balls of the feet, but getting your heels down and pushing through them, you're at the right angle of attack between your thighs and shins to lay in maximum pressure and maximum pressure in the right direction. If you overlean like this, you tend to push too high up with the stroke. There's definitely a pushing lifting motion, hence the angle of the foot plates, but instead of being like a what is that 45 degree angle you suddenly get to 60 70 and you're not efficiently putting the power into the flywheel and then make sure to feel as though you're pushing the machine away from you a good solid powerful drive you want to be a quick drive it's not a gentle press of the legs it's a proper push this is where the power comes from so it makes you fast and fit okay two strokes there we go it's quite tough trying to get all this stuff across in just the two and a half minutes I'm giving myself <laughs> but it stops me just chuntering on at you. I do have a bad habit. Not just doing this, but even at work. If I'll say something, and then I'll say it again, just to really put my point across. Slightly reframed, but pretty much the same thing. Oh. I'm certainly breathing heavier. Heart rate's at 122 right now. Right, if you're on undefined rests, press the button to continue to the next interval. Because we're going in seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. So let's cross the halfway point. Four down, four to go. Get up to your rate and pace. Remember if you're on an effort level, it might now start to feel a bit more like a seven to hold the same pace, but I want you to hold the same pace. If you ease off, you're turning this into a bottom tier workout instead of a mid tier. And if today is meant to be a mid-tier hard session you're cheating yourself out of it by making it easy so there we go pace and rate locked in your back should be swinging your arms should be flowing in and out of straight finish straight your shins up at vertical 
and then a good solid drive out. It can be quite a lot to take on board all at once, which is why I'm breaking it down to each of the intervals. Gives you a chance to work on each aspect of it, and then you can come back at points like this and then focus on one at a time, maybe every 10 seconds change your focus to another element then hopefully eventually it will just become your natural stroke so what we didn't cover with the leg drive is the finish and the recovery. So ideally you want to get your leg drive all done and into the machine before you finish with your arms. So all momentum that you've created by pushing the machine away from you is gone. So all you have is your back and your arms. Now you can tell if you're doing that by whether you're needing to stop yourself with the straps. So if you have to go and stop yourself flying back by flicking your feet up on the footsteps, you're not getting the timing of your leg drive right. This is one of the reasons why I do some of my sessions with my feet out the straps. So it teaches you to get your leg drive sorted and then use your core and your back posture to make sure as you finish with your arms, you don't continue flying off the back. But the other thing is you don't want to pull yourself forward with the straps. So remember I said about the arms away from the body rock. Doing that means you don't have to yank on the foot straps. To get yourself forward again. And why don't you want to do that? Well, first up, pulling yourself back up and stopping yourself uses up muscles you don't need to use. And, come on, say it with me, you could get injured. More likely to injure yourself doing that. One more stroke. Yeah, so if you drive and at the back you yank on the strap, not only are you likely to be finishing like this, all slumped, but you're suddenly straining the front of your shins and your quads. And then to pull yourself back, 
you're continuing to strain those muscles, which not only do you not need to be using, but you certainly don't need to be using at that point. Your quads are really just for here. And then everything afterwards is just kind of a, a rest for them. But if you suddenly start pulling yourself forwards with your upper quads, they're not getting the rest, so your performance suffers and you're likely to strain them. Here we go. Right, so press the button to continue to the next interval if you're on undefined rests. We're going in six, five, four, three, two, one, go. So it's this interval six. Once we're done on this one, we're three quarters of the way there. So I don't know whether you're starting to feel it as actually tough now or just it's just starting to feel like work. Certainly is for me. I'm not feeling this as tough, but certainly my breathing is a bit more laboured. I'm definitely sweating more. You can tell my arms are now covered in sweat, whereas before it was just you can just see it on my t-shirt. So it's a good solid kind of work rate workout this is about putting some power in at a slightly more comfortable rate than just usual 18 or 20 strokes per minute but we're also not sprinting at rates over like 28 so it's very manageable even talking to you so I have to figure I'm right in my assessment of my test run but I was just a little bit too fast when I did it at 2k plus 11 and doing it in the heat just put dehydration and work effort too high so I suffered a fair bit now in the last bit about foot straps I talked about your back posture so what you don't want to do is be all slumped okay you're not golem rowing you want good powerful back so the front a braced core and powerful back and at the back the same braced core powerful back I've said it in other videos but maybe try to imagine that you've got a carrot stuck up your backside and you don't want to snap it 
So you have to have a powerful back, then just rock back and forwards. Because if you slump right the back there, you've got half a carrot stuck up the jacksie. So nice and powerful. And then the braced core helps the power travel through your body at the drive but also helps you steady yourself at the finish especially if you're rowing with your feet out of the straps now you might have noticed that I'm sitting on a seat pad this isn't out of comfort it's because there's a slightly raised bump at the front of it which does make it feel as though I've got a carrot stuck up my arse <laughs> so although I'm not always getting my posture right it certainly lets me know that I should be so it's not just about your back swing try and keep a powerful back with it try not to slump or round your back artificially and two strokes one more six done two more to go so probably breathing a bit heavier about 150 beats per minute which is well my max is as I found out on the bike 183 so I think 150 is where I want to be should probably be a little bit lower but again I'm gonna spend my time talking to you but when I did this outside in the heat same session it's a little bit faster I was up at 170 right now so anyway so undefined rest people press your button to continue to the next interval because we're going in seven six five four three two one go now remember try and get up to speed as quick as possible the intention isn't to kind of use 30 seconds to get there on this session sometimes it's on the bottom tier ones but not on a mid I want you to start driving from the very beginning because that's what makes it feel a little bit hard remember it's not the top tier exposure to hardship that I constantly talk about where you need to feel what it's like to work hard so you recognize it and you're able to push through it that's not quite the level we're working at what we're working at is just what it feels like to kind of just push a little bit harder if you're a body to know that it's gonna have to start pulling in some reserves in order to get you to the end unlike the bottom tier ones that 
you should feel like you can do forever. This one, you should be looking forward to the end of the eighth interval and then going to get a shower and something to eat. Shouldn't really be thinking, well, once I get to the end of this workout, I don't feel I've worked. So I'm gonna do some more. If that was the case, then I'd say either you were on the wrong end of the pace guide when I said plus 12 to 13, or your training pace isn't set right. In which case, I recommend doing another 2K test just to know what your 2K training pace should be so that if your 2K average was 150 and you're rowing at 202 right now, maybe you'd redo 2K test and your average would be 148. So you should really have been rowing this at two minutes pace. Anyway, so next tip, handle height. So you'll see some people who roll at this. Now, a lot of on the water people will do the tap down, but they also have the rhythm and training to keep the forward lean at the end of it. Whereas people that don't have that, what they tend to do is lean back, down, lean back. And remember point one about the forward lean and trying to maintain it as long as possible. They're breaking that instantly. If you can go down, then up and hold, that's fine. But it may be easier just to think of a straight plane back and forwards. No up and down. If you think it would help your rhythm to have a little height change, just think about going up and over and under, over and under, over and under, a thin table. So a really small height change, but still going in a elliptical circle that keeps your forward lean. And then you want your finish around about sternum height, getting a bra strap for women, just below your pecs for men. Right, two more strokes. One more to go. What's my watch saying? My move ring is closed. My move ring is set to 600 calories a day. Uh, so it's saying so far 
During today's session, I've burned 506 calories, but importantly, only 420 of them are from rowing. We'll get into this in the next interval when it comes to energy, nutrition, and whatever, but bear in mind any calorie counter. If it says you've burnt 600 calories over an hour, check its calculation because there's a good chance it's not taking into account the fact that you would have burnt 100 calories just being alive anyway. Right, press the button one more time to continue to the next interval for all you undefined rest people because we're going in six, five, four, three, two, one, go. This is our final interval. Like I say, you shouldn't really have any doubt that you can get through this, but it might feel just hard enough that you're like, right, I'm looking forward to being done in just over four and a half minutes. Now remember, a lot of how you get on with your training and your efforts and whatever is down to what you're doing on the machine, but it's also down to what you're putting into your body off the machine. Biggest, most important thing there is water to make sure you're hydrated fluids as a whole, especially if you're training in the summer months and it's quite hot outside, the importance of good hydration before starting a session, especially one like this, that's what is it, in total 48 minutes, 47 minutes plus warm up, if you're not properly hydrated beforehand no amount of drinking water during it is going to bring you back but then but also look at what you're taking in nutrition wise everyone's different I think most people know if they're not eating enough or if they're overeating, especially sports people. The question is, why are you under or overeating? It could just be that you enjoy it. it could be you're compensating. For stress, I know I certainly overeat and overdrink with work stress, which is why I've completely cut alcohol out of my system now, because I knew that work was making me drink more and that the only way to deal with it was just to stop completely. And what I discovered was that it was the alcohol that led me to eat loads 
while I was drinking, but also the next morning when I just felt a bit yucky. Mostly because of dehydration, to be honest. I then turned to carbon sugar heavy foods so like uh, I know my favourite Sunday morning hangover meal is a McDonald's Happy Meal which really isn't good for you especially when you couple it with a chocolate milkshake but just what my body was craving so as being I find myself 82 and a half kilograms only five weeks ago I thought right I need to address this so started by just zero alcohol and then in four weeks I dropped four kilograms just by watching my calorie intake and continuing to row and ride my bike so it can be done you just have to address why you're taking in more calories than you need to okay three strokes to go three two one there we go Oh, just gonna have a quick drink and then we'll kick off into a cool down. Let's do the cool down in 10 seconds. Four, three, two, one, go. Just Lay in a nice amount of pressure, whatever stroke rate you want. Don't worry too much. You just want your body to just ease back down after what was just a good solid, hard, mid-tier workout. That's the kind of workout that will help you across a wide range of different rows. Not only will it help you for the 2K by developing your power, it will help you for the 5, 6K, half hour, hour, because of your ability to tolerate holding that power for longer periods. Yes, I know we were taking a minute rest in between each of them, but that was just to keep it manageable. Otherwise, at 24 strokes a minute, 2K plus 12, that's kind of your 6K or half hour, almost a time trial pace. Although at 24 strokes a minute, it's not even that. Maybe like a 5K, it'll feel like. But with a minute rest, it then makes it more applicable to other rows. Applicable. Nice word to say. It's like banana and bungalow. Right. <laughs> Why not? Today's hashtag, hashtag bungalow. 
that'll confuse some people. It's like the word bungalow. So there we go. All done for today. Rowalong.com. We're in indoorrowinginfo.com. Anything about indoor rowing? Oh, I'm going to stop there. It's two and a half minutes. Yes, that's our day. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did and I hope you're staying safe and being well and all the other stuff. Um, it's still weird times, isn't it? But hey, we'll get through it together. You, me and our rowing machines. You have a good day. Bye-bye. To check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.